Welcome to A Savored Life, a podcast that celebrates the benefits of living intuitively, allowing your instinct to unearth your creative potential. This podcast explores different ways in which we can tap into our intuition to help us live a more creatively fulfilling life, be it through mindful writing, intuitive cooking, or just simply by the intuitive practices that can help us slow down. Today, I really want to share something that is very close to my heart. The magic of creating a spice sanctuary that adds more to your life than just flavor. I want to talk to you about how you can harness the magic of spices to create a sanctuary of calm and connection in your life. Now, growing up, I really took spices for granted. All I thought they did was add flavor to my food and thought nothing more about them. But in the background, I used to always hear my mother and my grandmother talk about how each spice had properties that enriched your life internally and externally. I gave it no heed until I was much older. I heard them speak about how certain spices could make your skin glow or calm your heart and soul or heal you when you had heartache. I thought they were talking rubbish. (laughs) But these stories intrigued me when I grew up. And as I became more and more interested in cooking and spices, the memories of their stories about spices and the sanctuary that they could create inspired me. So more than just about how to cook with them, but how to use spices in so many different ways. Now, each spice has properties that either heal or rejuvenate in some way. I was forever being given teaspoons of ajven, which is carom seeds, when I had a tummy ache and drinking it down with water or saffron tea when I was extremely hyper and wouldn't calm down. Sometimes I was even force-fed the dreaded turmeric milk when I had a cold and fennel tea when I'd eaten too much spicy food. As I grew older, I became really natural at picking spices intuitively. I suppose I grew up with picking spices and learning what each spice added to a dish for flavor or what helped me internally. And those that benefited me internally and those that benefited me with flavor, I started to research a little deeper into the spices to see what spices could really bring me longer lasting benefits, both mentally and physically. So those spices that wouldn't just ease an ailment, but also bring me calm and connection and generally the well-being of the soul. Now, creating a soulful spice sanctuary, as I call it, can include many spices, but they are five spices that I really feel stand up against the noise of all the other spices that really help you create that ritualistic, calm and emotional well-being space. Now, before I delve deeper into my top five spices, I will recommend that you consult your healthcare professional before embarking on any program of self-treatment, especially with spices, because sometimes too much of a spice can actually not be very good for you. So before you embark on this, I would ask you to please make sure that you get some professional advice before using any of these spices for well-being. Now, that being said, here are my top five spices that I recommend for emotional well-being to help you relax and to find time to tune in to yourself and give yourself time to nurture your creative, intuitive voice. My first spice is nutmeg. 
Now, nutmeg has been used for centuries to calm people with anxiety issues, but it has always been known to be an extremely potent spice. And you might notice when nutmeg is used in recipes as well, it's used in a very sparing way because if you use it sparingly, it's not intense in flavor, but also because it's quite a hot spice. So when I say hot, in the Eastern culture, there's a concept of spices being hot and spices being cold. It's not about the temperature, but it's more about the temperament that they create. And what they do is hot spices would be very, make a person really agitated or go to their head and make them feel quite hyper. So using those kind of spices that have a cooling effect on you, which we can speak about in another episode of A Sabred Life, really help benefit to calm you down. But nutmeg is one of those amazing spices that though a really potent hot spice, it can in very, very small quantities help to calm you down and to help with anxiety. It grows in really extremely hot tropical climates and it's an extremely intoxicating spice, which is why it is used not only in savory food, but also used in desserts and sweets, both in Western culture and Eastern culture. You find it a lot in milky hot drinks and creamy custody desserts. And in my cuisine, it's used a lot in savory food and not that much in sweet food. But it does help in a couple of different ways to bring a really calm moment in your day. It helps with stress and emotional upheavals if you're feeling a bit upset or emotional. And I really recommend a little grating of nutmeg in something that's quite creamy and custody. So what I like to do to bring it into my life whenever I'm feeling like that is to make a lassi. Now a lassi is a South Asian yogurt-based drink. So a bit like a smoothie, but not because it's actually watered down yogurt. Now you can use full-fat Greek yogurt or you can use any alternative milk yogurt. And what I would do is add a cup of the yogurt for two people and a really overripe banana, a little grating of nutmeg, just about less than a quarter teaspoon and a squeeze of lime. Add about six to eight ice cubes and blend it together in a blender until smooth. Flavor it with a pinch of Himalayan pink salt and a tiny amount of organic honey. Once that's all mixed together, I would add a melted teaspoon of either butter or coconut oil. It gives it that rich creaminess. Now, this is a lovely drink to have when you're really stressed and you just want to cool your head down a little bit just a tiny little bit of that nutmeg in your body. And it gives you this warm, cooling, yet cooling, spicy drink. And I think it's a great option to try. The second spice that I have in my spice sanctuary, and I think everybody knows has incredible medicinal properties, is turmeric. But what people don't realize is that turmeric in history and in different cultures has incredibly spiritual benefits as well. It's obviously known as an anti-inflammatory spice, but turmeric is also magical because it can and is used as a dye. So it has a beautiful color which can dye clothes and even be, you can even draw with it and paint with it. So that's a really beautiful spice. But 
When I was young, my mother would make me turmeric milk or something that now in the West is known as turmeric lattes, which kind of infuriates me because it isn't a drink that I actually refer to going into a uh, cafe and having and enjoying because it is a drink that was used for centuries to really help when you're not well. So either you've got a tummy ache or a cold and it's obviously a very healing spice. But the way to use it I have found that really helps is the ground powder or the root itself is amazing when you have a headache or when your mind is really active and you're unable to rest. It makes this wonderful warming tea. And I don't make it into a latte, but I actually make it into this beautiful, warming, nurturing tea. Take about a quarter teaspoon per cup of hot boiling water. Add a little bit of ground powder black pepper and we'll talk about that further down as to why. Lots and lots of mint and let it sit for a while to sweeten use a little bit of honey. This is the most incredibly calming drink to have when you are reading a book or relaxing or even just feeling rather upset or emotionally down. It's very uplifting. And I really think that turmeric is one of those spices that you must have in your magic box of spices. The third spice that I would always have in my magic box of spices is saffron. Now it might be the most expensive spice in the world, but it's also the most beautiful, elegant. It is one of those spices that I truly think is soulful in so many ways. When I was young, my mother used to make me a drink with saffron, and I never understood why she made me a drink with saffron, one of the most expensive spices in the world. And she would call it her beauty tea. She said that the beauty tea gives you glowing skin, beautiful hair, uh, and really helps you calm down as well. And I would never understand why she would make me this tea. But as I grew up and researched into saffron and how beautiful it is as not only a drink for your skin, your hair, and the fact that saffron is used in so many beauty products is a reason why, because it is incredibly beautiful spice to add glow to your skin. But what it also does, it increases self-confidence and it releases anxiety. I remember my mother giving it to me when I was very hyper and uh, I was a teenager and I wouldn't calm down in arguments. So my mother would say, let's have a little bit of beauty tea and take a time out. The way she made it was that she added a bit of saffron to hot boiling water while cooking it on the stove, a little bit of bruised cardamom pods, maybe just one or two pinches of saffron, depending on how much she was making. And she would always bash the cardamoms open to make sure that they came out and really flavored the water. When the water stopped bubbling, she would turn it down, let it cool slightly, and then strain it and give it to me and ask me to sit in a corner and just relax and think about what I'd said, <laughs> because obviously I'd had a fight with her. But this very exercise of having this beautiful aromatic tea, which is, you know, you know the expense behind it, you know the mindfulness behind it. It is an extremely calming and mindful exercise. It totally immerses you into the beauty of each strand and to what saffron actually means, that spiritual benefit of that tea. 
It's a beautiful way of also drinking water. So if you do have saffron, do use it very sparingly because it's expensive, but it's a beautiful way of, say, adding a pinch to a litre of water and just getting that hint of saffron in the back. It's known to be extremely beneficial for your hair and circulation and renewal of your skin. So this by far is one of my favourite spices. The fourth spice that I would have in my box would be cinnamon. Now, cinnamon has long been labelled as a superfood and antioxidant, and it's meant to be right up there with blueberries and pomegranates. But it's one of the most beautiful ways of really incorporating this aromatic spice that's used in so many different cuisines in different ways. Gives you that little mental well-being space to create a drink or anything that you put it in. It just enhances your cognitive function. It's known to be extremely calming for the soul because of its sensory element. The very smell of cinnamon is so uplifting. You know, when we walk into a cafe and smell that cinnamon every sort of Christmas time or or August, September, when the cinnamon lattes come in, we love that, we crave that smell. It's because it's very calming. It sends a really beautiful sense of connection to yourself. There are not many spices that have that very uplifting feeling and cinnamon is definitely one of them. Again, I would really urge that you are very careful about how much you take in, uh, use it in moderation and sensibly. I would add it to my food, to my toast, um, you know, drinks, and we all know how to use cinnamon. It's one of those universal spices. Now, my final spice in my spice sanctuary box would be black pepper. Now, black pepper is known to have extremely brain-boosting benefits. And as I had mentioned before, I add it in my turmeric food, you know, whether I'm cooking with it or even making a drink, because black pepper is meant to work really well with turmeric to help with the absorption of curcumin in turmeric, which is the beneficial part or, or element of turmeric. It helps to also, black pepper also helps to absorb all the goodness from other food. So if you're putting it in vegetables and meats or any kind of greens, it's meant to really help absorb all the other elements and beneficial parts of those ingredients. What I love about black pepper is its beautiful lingering warm heat that's very different from chili. It's really exciting and it takes you out of the blue when it, you know, when you bite into a peppercorn. It helps you reconnect with yourself and really bring you back to the present moment. I would always say use black pepper sparingly because too much is definitely overpowering. But here are some of my favorite ways of enjoying black pepper. And I would always recommend using black peppercorns freshly ground and coarsely ground if you can in a mortar and pestle or a spice blender rather than buying the pre-made powder which I don't really think tastes like black pepper at all. So I love to add it to my fruit salads, strawberries, pineapples, mangoes, a delicious freshly ground peppercorns. Squeeze a little bit of lime, sprinkle a bit of brown sugar or jaggery, use some lemon and peppercorn in baking your muffins. Really something different. So those are my five top spices for creating a spice sanctuary. I would urge you to try and think outside the box when trying to incorporate these spices, not just because they're beneficial to your well-being, but because they bring you to a place of internal connection 
and allow you to sort of slow down and really enjoy the moment. They're inspiring and the very act of being inspired by spices can sometimes find you that internal space of connection. So next time you reach for your spice box, think of how else you can use these magical potent ingredients rather than just dipping them into a pot of food. Take a moment to slow down and savor the flavor and magic within these delicate yet powerful powerhouses of soulful healing and well-being. I hope that today's episode has inspired you to create a place of connection and calm for yourself and to realize that spices are so much more beyond this flavor convenience in your kitchen. So, until next time, I thank you for tuning in to this episode of A Savored Life. Our next episode, we'll talk about the comparison cycle that we're all guilty of falling into and how to find ways out of that comparison cycle to empower creative growth and your voice. I'm your host, Amaya Osmani, and until next time, live a slower life, live a more savoured life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please help by sharing and liking this podcast on your platform. And if you'd like to learn more about me and my offerings of my intuitive courses and my writing courses, do follow me on social at Samaya Osmani and check out my website, sumayaosmani.com. Until next time.